Welcome to the Unbusy Your Life podcast, where each week you will learn the tips, tools, strategies, and mindset of productivity. This isn't time management. This is personal management because the solution to your scheduling, time, and productivity issues is you and how you show up in your time. Hi, I'm Neil Williams, life coach and productivity expert, and I am going to help you become the best you in your 24 hours so you can get all the things done and live the exact life you want. Get ready to unbusy your life. Welcome to episode number 45 of the Unbusy Your Life podcast. I'm so excited to be here with you today. Now, if you're listening to the show when it's released, it's near the end of 2020, a year chock full of surprises, at least for most of us. Now, some of you can't wait until this year is finally over. And some of you are so grateful for the year because of the things that might have forced you to change. Maybe you're a little bit of both. That's kind of how I feel. I really believe that this year is the perfect example of the true 50-50 experience of being a human on this planet. And what I really mean by this is that part of the time life is really fun and amazing and happy. And the other half of the time, it really feels terrible and it's hard and it's messy. And that is what we're supposed to experience as humans. So here's what I want to ask you today. How do you want to finish out the year? Do you want to check out, maybe give up, maybe tell yourself that you'll just wait until 2021 to fill in the blank because next year for sure will be better, right? Or do you want to finish the year strong? Give it your all, show up as your best. I want to challenge you to show up for the rest of the year with the energy that you want to start 2021 in with. Because how you finish out this year is the energy that you're going to be bringing with you to the beginning of 2021. Now, to help you with that, I want to invite you to join me in the January 2021 group of the Unbusy Entrepreneurs. This is a program where you learn how to unbusy your schedule and your mind so that you can get more done in less time. Specifically, what I'm teaching you in that group is how to get all of your work done in 30 hours or less using my three-step formula that has advanced scheduling techniques, how to unbusy your mindset, and eliminate all those time-sucking mental obstacles. Remember those two episodes I did on those obstacles? We dive deep in this program into all of those so that you come out of it eliminating all of them. Now, you start in this program with a six-month work-less plan where you will plan for your 30-hour work week and use the work-less but better formula that I teach you in the program to shed your work hours week after week so that you can get all the things done just in less time and specifically in 30 hours or less. So if you're interested in this, we have a few slots left open for the January, 2021 group and enrollment is open. You can go and apply by visiting my website at www.neilwilliams.com. Okay. So today, what I wanted to talk with you all about is false productivity Now, this is a newer concept that I created through my work with all of my clients and students. So this is the first time I've really introduced it in this way. And I thought, well, where better than to introduce it on the podcast and with all of you. 
Now, first, I want to make sure that I make it clear what my definition of productivity is. So let's look at that first. My definition is that it's the capacity to think in a productive way, because the more productive you think, the more productive you feel and behave and the more productive schedule you create because of that productive way of thinking. So false productivity is things that we do that give us the sense of accomplishment that allow us to think that we got so much done. And the question that we have to ask is, did we get the right things done? So let me explain this by talking about true productivity first, and then we will contrast it with the opposite, which is false productivity. Now, let me also say that the reason you want to understand this is because you'll want to limit your false productive habits and tasks in your schedule and increase your true productive tasks and activities and time on your calendar in order to increase your overall productivity. Let's talk about true productivity first. So true productivity looks like deciding ahead of time what you will get done and in what amount of time you will get it done in. This is all about time prepping, which is the purpose of the episode that I did a couple weeks ago on the three-step quick and easy time prep. Making your decisions about your time using your adult brain, your prefrontal cortex, and batching those decisions in a constrained amount of time, which is your weekly prep hour or time block, is one of the most productive habits you can get into cultivating for yourself. So using your adult brain instead of your toddler brain allows you to make higher quality decisions about how you're going to use your hours instead of the junk decisions that you make in the moment. Let me give you a quick example here. So deciding ahead of time looks like I'm putting my podcast to be recorded on Tuesday from 8 to 9 a.m. versus getting into your day at Tuesday at 8 a.m. and asking your brain, what should we do now? Because your brain is only going to answer with your primitive toddler brain. And the thing that it's going to tell you to do is not going to be the thing that is the highest quality highest productivity use of that hour. So deciding ahead of time what you're going to do in your hours allows you to engage the adult part of your brain, your prefrontal cortex, and just allows you to make way better decisions with how you're spending and using your time. Now, the second thing that's a sign of true productivity is that you're scheduling your most productive hours for the most important things on your to-do list. Here's what I believe. Not all hours are the same in terms of your ability to show up and focus and produce at a really high level. You want to maximize your most productive hours with the things that will move you or your business ahead, that will get you closer to your goals. So think highly focused, distraction-free time as your most productive hours and use this time, which I call magic time, magic hours to get your highest priority items from your to-do list done. Now I'm going to contrast this with what false productivity would do here in just a minute. But when you're thinking about your to-do list, you want to think about the things that are really important not urgent, but important things that really, truly move you ahead. 
And the third sign of really true high productivity is that you're calm and focused and effective in all of your hours. You feel this way because you believe you have plenty of time for everything, that time is on your side, that time is not the thing that gets things done. You do. And when you decide it's enough, it is. You rely and trust on yourself for this decision and you don't obsess about your work outside of your work hours because you're so secure and so confident that you know exactly how to plan effectively and to be so effective in the hours you decide to work that you get everything that you need to get done, done. Now, I want to just stop for a second and ask you, which of these, is there any of these three that you are doing right now? Is this how you feel in your hours? Is this the experience of your work time that you are creating for yourself right now? Okay, so now you have a picture of what truly productive looks like, what it feels like, what it acts like. It's really being unbusy in your brain so that you show up in your hours very in charge, very in control very effective. So let's contrast that with these three points and what it looks like to be falsely productive. Okay. So the first one is deciding in the moment what you should do or what you want to do in your time instead of making those decisions ahead of time. When you do this, most likely you're spending way more of your hours, way more of your time doing things that feel like quick wins, where you get a dopamine hit and you maybe feel a momentary sense of accomplishment. So these things are things like answering email or responding to Slack or responding to somebody who posted on your Facebook post or Instagram post. These things might feel urgent in the moment, like you should respond to them immediately, but most of the time they're not the most important things. And oftentimes you might even find yourself doing these things instead of the most important things. So the most important things end up getting punted. You maybe procrastinate on those or push those to tomorrow or next week or next month and just do what feels good in the moment. So this is like the difference between eating your kale salad or ordering pizza. The pizza tastes better in the moment but the kale might've been in your plan for what you were going to eat because you knew it would be better for you in the long run. But the pizza, your toddler brain is like, but the pizza sounds so good. It would be so yummy right now. This is exactly the kind of thing that's happening in your mind when you don't plan or schedule your time ahead of time. Your brain's like, but it would be so fun and so easy to just go respond to that Slack message right now. Somebody needs me. They need this answer right away. It sounds logical and true, but you have to be careful because this way of thinking is just going to keep you doing those things that feel like quick wins, but don't actually get the big things, the highest priority things on your to-do list to done because you're spending all your time and all your brain juice and all your brain power on these things that feel urgent, but aren't necessarily so important. 
I want to offer that if you are at all in your day or you find in your week, you are asking your brain this question, what should I do next? Or what should we do today? Or what do we need to get done today? That is the wrong question to be asking your brain, especially if you're asking it to decide what you're doing right now in the moment because you're engaging your primitive brain and it's going to be very hard to overcome what your primitive brain, your toddler brain tells you to do. It's always going to tell you to go for the safe, easy thing, the thing that's comfortable. It's not going to tell you to go do that Facebook live when you're freaked out to be on a Facebook live, even though you know that would help engage your audience. It's not going to tell you to go figure out how to change your funnel so that it's working the way that you want it to, because that feels daunting. Or maybe I have some thoughts about, I don't know how to do that. Your brain is always going to give you the answer in the moment for the thing that's easiest and safest and most comfortable. And you just want to ask yourself, is that really the thing that is going to get me to where I want to go? Most often the answer to that question is no. The way to counteract it is to plan ahead of time, make all of those decisions before you get in the moment and you offer up to your brain that question that's just going to create a bunch of mental drama. Number one, you probably just go down a rabbit hole because that is like a Pandora's box that you're opening when you ask your brain that question. So don't do that to yourself. Give yourself the support of deciding those things ahead of time so that you never have to ask yourself that question during your day. The other sign of false productivity is rushing or feeling frantic about getting all the things on your list done. If you have to rush through them or you feel frantic or frazzled at the end of your day, your scheduling or your planning is ineffective. It's not just about scheduling your hours to get all the things done, but getting them done in a way that feels sustainable and flows, and where you are calm and in charge. This is true, effective planning and productivity. Rushing and franticness is just a sign of scarcity of time. When you have this, you don't show up in a way where you think that there's plenty of time and where you're so in control of your mind and yourself in your hours that you know that you will get it done. There is no rush. There is no need for a rush when you believe that there is plenty of time, when you have that abundance of time mentality. The scarcity of time mentality is what creates the too busy brain because the brain is swirling around with all of the things that have to be done and I don't have enough time and I must rush. And if I rush, then I'm going to get them done faster. I want you to just stop and question yourself. If you're rushing and you're frantic, are you actually getting things done faster? I would question that. And not only that, but is the quality what you want it to be when you're in the rush and you're in the frantic? I know for me, I used to do this so much. Like think about the morning routine with the kids and like trying to get the kids out the door in the morning used to be one of my nightmares. Like I just remember literally almost being in a sweat (laughs) trying to get all the things done to get out the door in the morning. It's such a miserable experience, right? And it's what I've learned is it's completely unnecessary. It is just not necessary to be in your hours 
frantic and rushing and then feeling frazzled. That just leads to depletion and feeling exhausted, right? So if you notice that this is happening in your day, then that franticness and that rushing might feel like you're accomplishing more. But I want you to stop and question the truth of that. If you're doing that, could you just drop the rush and the frantic and still accomplish what you're doing? When I ask my clients and my students this, most often the case is yes, they could still accomplish all of that and just drop the frantic and rushing. Okay, last one here. False productivity is accomplishing the easy things on your list, but not the hard things, which are the things that most often move us closer to our goals. So it might be things like creating and launching a course or a podcast. If you haven't done this before, your brain is going to tell you it's super hard and daunting, and it's going to take a really long time. Maybe you have a thought like one of my students in the group program right now, which is it's such a huge job. And so you keep it really big and scary and overwhelming in your brain and you just keep it on your to-do list or you keep procrastinating on it and pushing it off. And what do you fill your time with instead? That's what's super fascinating to ask yourself. When you're not doing those hard things, what is it that you're doing in your time? It's a lot easier to just keep doing what you have always done. Here's what I want you to think about with this one. It's not necessarily about the number of things you cross off, but the quality of the things that you get done. We need to consider the quality into this equation too. Were they the right things? And you can check on this by asking yourself the question, what does future me think or feel about this? Is she delighted that I took care of this for her or does she even care? I love asking my brain this question because I think about like some of my students in the group program right now are moving to the next level in their businesses and they're doing things like creating memberships and their brains are telling them how hard this is going to be and how daunting and then they don't move forward with it. I have one particular student who had made the decision to create a membership in her business, but because she had this thought, it's such a huge job She just kept procrastinating on it for over a year. And then we started working together and she decided she was going to get this done. Now she delegated much of the work, but the things that she was so concerned in her own mind about being such a huge job, guess how long those actually took 13 hours. So she procrastinated for a year for a time bank of 13 hours for something that could have been completed in 13 hours. So I want you to think about this question when you're going through and you're scheduling your time, when you're doing your time prep and you're prioritizing your things on your to-do list to go into your magic hours, I really want you to ask this question of your brain. How does future me think about this? Does the me a year from now care that I do this thing? Does the me a year from now, is she delighted? Is she so grateful to her past self for having spent the time and having scheduled this on purpose and then followed through by completing this thing? That is what false productivity lets us think is that we're getting some things done, but they're not the things that are really going to create our wildest dreams and goals to come true. So that is the third thing that I want you to check in on to see if you are on the true productivity side of the coin or the false productivity side of the coin. Here's the last thing that I want to offer. 
not all accomplishment is the same. There is accomplishment that fuels you towards your goals. And there's the accomplishment that just feels like a quick win in the moment, but doesn't have any long-term or sustainable lasting energy or momentum to move you forward. True productivity doesn't sacrifice. And by this, I mean, it doesn't sacrifice long-term accomplishment for short-term quick wins or a quick feel good. So where have you been truly productive and where have you been falsely productive? What is one of these false productive behaviors that you can change this week so that you aren't sacrificing your long-term accomplishments? True productivity takes into account your dreams and your goals for the future, not just what feels good or easy or comfortable right now in this moment. Okay, go out and increase the number of things that are truly productive in your schedule this week and start reducing the things that are falsely productive so that you can move towards your goals quicker. Have a beautiful, unbusy week, everyone. I'll talk to you next week.